Welcome to an all-new episode of Beckett Radio. Yes, that's right. Beckett Radio is back another week. I'm your host, Eric Ficken. Thanks so much for checking us out week in and week out. This show is purely dedicated to the Toronto Fall Expo. So all you guys and girls out there that are going to Toronto this weekend, you have to listen to this show. We have interviews from guys like Andy Broom from Beckett Grading, Stephen LaRoche, our hockey and basketball editor who's going to be there, who has previously worked for In the Game, so he knows everything there is to know about hockey and the Toronto Fall Expo. And uh, Al Sinclair, the guy who pretty much puts on this show, uh, will be on to talk all about the Expo, what to expect, what to bring, what not to bring, you know, who to see. We're, we're going to have a lot of fun. So this is a great show for all you first-time goers of this expo. So you definitely cannot miss this. But we're going to do our staple segment, which is upcoming products and pricing, just so you guys know what's coming out uh, in the next week and what has been priced or is currently being priced. So you can get ready for all that on your OPGs, on Bega.com, and your upcoming magazines in news stores everywhere. So for the products, we got limited football. That's coming out on Friday the 7th. And then we have totally certified basketball. Tops Platinum Football, and then Panini Prism Perennial Draft Baseball. Those three products are coming out next Wednesday on the 12th. So stay tuned for that. We have a couple of case breaks that Beckett Auctions are doing. Upper Deck Series 1 Hockey that came out just in time for the Toronto Fall Expo. We'll be breaking that next Tuesday, and then we will be doing totally certified basketball for you so that's going to be a lot of fun uh definitely check it out beckett auctions i think it's auctions.beckett.com slash case breaks but check out our facebook page or twitter page it's going to have a lot of uh, info for you guys for those case breaks as far as the pricing goes we have a few products just a few for you that have just been priced upper deck conference greats football has been priced and tops valor football is currently being priced the conference greats football if you haven't seen it it's a pretty decent product i'm i'm not gonna lie i i like it i'm a big conference football guy so they had they had a really good showing for that product as well as tops valor football i was a huge fan of their their inserts i mean the base cards looked great how, how the design was so definitely check that out on your opgs on beck.com those are currently done. Now, Hoops Basketball has been priced, so you can check that out. But there's two products here that are being priced currently or will be in the next day or so. Panini Playbook Football, which was a huge success. A lot of people were happy about that product, as well as the Cup Hockey. So for the Cup Hockey and Panini Playbook Football, those will be priced here today or in the next couple days. And then Conference Greats Football from Upper Deck, Tops Valor Football, and Hoops Basketball are all done price. So you can check that out on your OPGs on Becca.com or your upcoming magazines. Like I said, when they come out, those prices will be in there. For the products that will be coming out, the checklist should be on Becca.com as soon as it goes live or the day after because our system has to update to get all the good new information in the system. So just give it a day and it should be there. So let's go into our first interview. Special guest, Mr. Andy Broom of Beckett Grading is here right now, literally right now. I'm staring into his eyes, gazing into his eyes, <laughs> and we're going to talk all about the grading side of what's going to happen at the Toronto Expo. So first of all, Mr. Broom, it's good to see you. Thank you. Good to be here. Uh, let's let's kind of just let's just get into it. What's uh, what do you expect from this year's Toronto Expo? 
Well, you know, this is the winter show, or the fall show, I guess I should say. Okay. And uh, this is the bigger of the two shows. All right. Um, you've got Upper Deck Series 1 that just hit. And, of course, um, you know, we're going to be swamped with seeing young guns. On, oh, yeah. You know, which <laughs> yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Uh, we actually take an additional grader to this show as opposed to the spring show where we, we'll have, you know, a couple of graders. Mm. So it, it's, this is the big one. Yeah. Now, what do you expect from this year's show to be better than last year or the year before that? Well, you know, we have started back doing the show, I guess this is the third year mm-hmm. that we've been doing it. You know, we, we did the show 10 plus years ago and um, we got away from doing it and then we started doing it again about three years ago. And it seems like each year this show's gotten bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, the response has been fantastic. Uh, even the May show, the spring show is, is, is grown, but the, the, the winter, the fall show is the bigger of the two. And it just seems to keep growing. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's just for us from the grading side, it's pretty taxing, you know, the, the putting in the hours, which, which is, we know, and we, we don't have a problem with that, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I expect a really big crowd this year. I think the, um, you know, last last fall we had the uh, the dual rookie, yeah, rookie uh, young class. guns. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. dual class. But uh, but I think this year it's going to be big. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of rookies in the NHL this season that that have already hit it off. Uh, so I, I I know for a fact you're going to see a lot of young guns cards, not from this year, but still, you know, Nathan McKinnon, you know, Yakupov, all those guys from previous years. Uh, so for people who haven't been to the Toronto Expo. Kind of give them a little backstory. What what is it really all about? Obviously, we know you know being in Toronto, it's going to be a lot of you know uh, uh, hockey fans. Uh, and we were talking about how Panini uh, is is pretty much not going to be there. Uh, it, it's going to be upper deck. I think Leaf is going to have a booth there, if I'm not mistaken, because of their in the game partnership now. So kind of give a little backstory on on the people who haven't been there yet to kind of give them a little. <coughs> I guess basis, a foundation of what it's uh, what it's all about. Sure. Well, you know, this is a really cool show, and, and this is from my perspective and my perspective as a U.S. collector. Okay. The thing I love about this show is this is like going to a card show in the U.S. back in the '80s. Oh wow! And it's not a knock on you know yeah. for my Canadian listeners here. It's yeah. not a knock on you at all. That's a good thing. Yeah. It's it's heavy collectors. It's not as many um, full time dealers that you see at, at every show. Um, there's a lot of passionate collectors that are there. You can just tell. You can just yeah. tell the guys who are just fired up to be there and, and putting the collect, you know, adding to their collection. So that's the best way I can describe it. And I've been doing shows since the late '80s, and, and this show reminds me of what it was like. You know, late '80s, early '90s, like that that time frame. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. Yeah, um, it's a great crowd. What, what's interesting is yes, the, obviously it's very hockey heavy, mm-hmm. and that's 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 a good thing. But you'd be, I, I think, the average guy collector, you know, would be surprised to see how much vintage baseball is there. Really? Oh yeah, there, there, there's a lot, it's, and it's cool. There's a lot of game use stuff, and it's a nice mix. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it's interesting you say that because <laughs> I talked to Stephen LaRoche. Uh, we recorded his pre-recorded his interview, and he talked all about vintage hockey. Uh, how excited are you being the vintage guru here uh, to see vintage hockey kind of showcased at this show? You know, it's fun. I mean, I, I see I, I see a lot of pre-war baseball mm-hmm. being graded there and vintage hockey. Um, I love vintage hockey. Uh, I, I actually collect pre-war hockey myself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we always get to see some really cool stuff. And yeah. so that's definitely a plus. You know, in the last couple of shows has been a running joke 
where I keep tally of how many Gretzky rookies I grade. And I'll, <laughs> I'll tweet it out, you know, yeah. we'll play play that game. And, and we'll do it again this year, too. Yeah, but, I think uh, you, like I think for the Spring Expo last year, you had up to 70? Um, I, I think it was in the 50s. Okay. Yeah, I think it was in the 50s. It was okay. actually less than it was the last November yeah. show. So. So, yeah, I'll have to go back to his Twitter feed and see what <laughs> last year's number was and see if we can beat it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's always sweet. fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Bill Dumas, the ad sales guy here, who, who's going to be up there as well at the Beckett Media booth, he kept talking about this meat guy, uh, this meat guy who has a booth there pretty much in the middle of the show, says if you go to the show, you have to check his booth out to get some meat. And I'm being for real, like it's literally meat. So what's this whole thing about this meat guy? Well, you know, it doesn't surprise me Dumas thinks <laughs> on his stomach. But, yes, there is, there is a, a guy who sets up. He's a, he's a dealer. Yeah. And all he sells is is uh, meat, Every, yeah. you know, beef jerky and, and sausage and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us a couple essential items that you need to bring as a first time, I guess, collector going up to the show. I know I've talked to a few guys on uh, off the air who, who are like, hey, you know, I can't wait for your show because this is the first time going to the to the expo. And I want to hear, you know, what should I expect, what to bring? So what what should pe- people bring? I know we did this for the national, but uh, what, what are kind of the things to bring for, for the show? Well, you know, I'll, I'll say um, for, for my U.S friends here that are going, you know, go to your bank and try to convert a little bit of cash before you go. It'll save you some time and money. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're going to buy cards, you know you're gonna spend a little bit of money. It's 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 worth being prepared and mm-hmm. having it on hand and not have you know, never exchange at the airport. Yeah. I sound like a freaking travel <laughs> you're a travel person agent. here, but you know, yeah. yeah but yeah. <clears throat> but don't ever convert money at the airport. It's <laughs> it's a terrible deal. Yeah. But uh you know, seriously, um you know, if you're going to buy cards, I know I know a lot of guys that do go to the, from the U.S. go up there just to buy cards. So, mm-hmm. be prepared. Go ahead and get get you some Canadian cash. Uh, most all your large, you know, chain banks all can get cash yeah. quickly or have it on hand. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a big one. But uh, you know, the show's pretty decent size, so be prepared to do some walking. Um, Saturday is just it's a madhouse. Yeah. It's elbow to elbow. Um, so be prepared for that. But getting to the show as early as possible. Seems to be the best way, especially if you're going to do any grading, mm-hmm. because we get backed up really quick. And, you know, the autograph lineup, you know, you want to check that out ahead of time and be ready for that, because the lines are ridiculous on those. Yeah, and there's, there's some crazy guests. You know, Mike Bodnano is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of Hockey Hall of Famer. Ted Lindsay, I think, is going to make an appearance. So it, it looks like the autograph lineup is is for real, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. There uh, was it. Johnny Bowers gonna be there, and he's like ten dollars yeah. Canadian. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. The, the prices know. for that, you know, you, you see the prices for the national. Yeah. And you know, it's yeah. There's some guys that are worth it, but some of that stuff is just top dollar. But for these guys with the hockey, you know, it. Mike Madonna, I think, was like. 50 bucks, 60 bucks. Yeah, and, and if you're a baseball fan, Fergie Jenkins is always there for this foundation, yeah. his charity. And he always has, you know, five, six, seven guys there signing for just a donation, whatever you want to donate. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I think Gaylord Perry is there, Andre mm-hmm. Dawson is there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I would I would hope you you donate more, but I mean, you know, if somebody rolled in there and donated 10 bucks for Andre Dawson autograph, I mean, you don't even have that opportunity yeah, in the US. That's a steal. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. 10, 20 bucks, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to donate to this foundation and 
you know, he's got a great foundation, and, and he, he does this every every show. He's got a great little lineup. And, of course, you know, and Fergie himself does it, too. He yeah. signs, you know. Yeah. So so as far as that, you know, autographs are great. You know, um, of course, a lot of people are going for the redemptions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just tell you, we're usually set up close to Upper Deck or next to Upper Deck, mm-hmm. and it is a madhouse. So if you're planning <laughs> on going for the redemptions, you want to get there early for that and get in line for yeah. that. And then you do your shopping after that. Yeah, got, kind of get the business done and then have a, have your free time to just wander. And yeah. yeah. Uh, let, let's talk about grading and, and what kind of things to expect if you do want to have some cards graded. Are there any specials going on? Uh, what can we expect from you guys? Yeah, well, you, you know, this show is, is no different than most of the shows we do in the U.S. Um, we're doing on-site services of um, raw card review and graded card review. Okay. Uh, we don't encapsulate on-site. Um, the only show we do that is at the National. Yeah. And, you know, people always ask why and is there a chance you're going to do it. And I'll be honest with you, it takes 26 people for us to slab on-site. That's what we had last National. And we could have used a couple more. Yeah. But, you know, with the with the slabbing equipment and the computers and the labels and on and on and on, it's just a huge endeavor. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we can't even – it's just not feasible to do it even here. So, yeah. you know, so, again, that, we're doing on-site uh, services of raw card review and graded card review. Of course, we'll always take submissions if you want to send – you know, give them to us. And, uh, you know, we send them back. We actually are partnered with Grosner, and they handle orders going back and then us shipping them to you mm-hmm. in Canada. So, okay. Um, I know there's always a question, what about getting over the border and, yeah. and things of that nature, but um, we've been partnered with Grosner, I guess, three years now doing this, and it's it's worked great. Cool. And, and I know I've heard from Canadian customers who are like, you know, I was a little apprehensive, but it worked out great. You know, it's it's a little bit slower than if you were submitting and you were in the U.S., but still you don't have to worry about getting it across the border and all that. Yeah. So we use them for that. So you can definitely, um, you know, send cards in. We'll take them at the show and – you, you don't have to pay shipping and insurance, you know, for us to take it back. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's always a plus. Um, as far as on-site, our raw card review and graded card review, we actually have a special that I don't ever remember us doing this special, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. But it's um, if you if you do uh, 10 cards on-site for graded card review or raw card review or both, uh, for every 10 cards, you get one card free. Wow. So, which is cool. Uh, and, you know, what is the raw card review and graded card review for – for those who don't know. Yeah, that was my next question. Yeah, well, <laughs> raw card review is is literally it's it's a review of a raw card. You mm-hmm. submit a raw card and we'll get give it back to you in a semi-rigid holder that's sealed with our grade label. Okay. So it's actually graded by actual grader. Mm-hmm. The grade is what it is. It's just not encapsulated. It's just not in the rigid encapsulation, yeah, right. right? And the advantage is you you know what the grade is right then, you you know you can sell it at the show. It's, you know, um, and you know, if it's something like you got cards that are for your collection, or you're gonna sell later online or something, you know, the encapsulation is the way to go. You want to give them to us and submit them that way. But mm-hmm. uh, to sell them there, you want to know the grade there. The raw card is perfect for that. Okay. Um, graded card review is just what it is. It's a review of a graded card, a uh, card that's already graded and encapsulated by anybody, not just us, but any other company. We'll review it for you, and we don't crack anything out. It stays in the holder. And what happens is it'll be sealed in a bag with the, what the Beckett grade would be inside mm-hmm. of it. So, you know, if it comes back and you like it, you can turn around, submit it, and have it put in our holder. If you don't like it, you rip the bag open and you're back to what you had when you started. Gotcha. So, Now, you know, do people do that because they're not satisfied with the grade that's on the encapsulated holder? 
Is that kind of the, the reason why? Because, I mean, I, obviously I know about the raw card review and, and just yeah. regular grading, but I'm still a little fuzzy on the graded card review. Well, you know, graded card review, there's a lot of different reasons why you would do it. Mm-hmm. One is, as you know, we are the only company that does the subgrades. Mm-hmm. And just as an example, card's got, you know, three 10 subgrades and a 9.5 subgrade. And you think that that, that 9.5 looks better than it does. And it may be a chance that it bumps to a 10. Yeah. So for, for a quad 10... So, you know, you could submit that for review. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one uh, one thing that's really popular. The other is, um, you know, you have a PSA card, for instance, um, and you, you want to cross it over to ours, You want to, but you want to know what it would be first. Yeah. Maybe it's the same grade. Maybe it's higher. Maybe it's lower. Okay. Um, the other thing is a peace of mind. Um, unfortunately, there's, there's a lot of uh, come-and-go grading companies over the years, quote-unquote grading companies. Yeah. And... Um, you know, that it's not going to bring the same value in their holders as it will ours. Um, that's just, that's not hype. That's just fact market mm-hmm. with the market, you know. And so you, you may want to see what it's going to grade first. Unfortunately, uh, you know, some of the come and go companies, um, you know, there's trimmed cards and even fake cards sometimes in holders. So you can find out by doing the graded card review. And, and you know, also uh, other companies don't grade the autograph like we do. Okay. We get an autograph grade. So, again, I'm not picking on PSA. I'm just using an example. If yeah. you have a PSA card that's a signed card, you want to submit it for graded card review, you can find out the card grade and the autograph grade. Gotcha. So right. so there, there's, there's a lot of different reasons, really, for the graded card review. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense, and it, it's justified. You know, you, you there are companies out there that, you know, you say that grade things and, and sometimes they're fakes, you know, and, and you just want to have that peace of mind because it's your card, you know, it's your personal collection. You want to make it the most legit thing in your collection. So it, it, I think it's a perfect opportunity. Yeah. You know? and, and, you know, and, and to mention the Gretzky rookie earlier, but uh, a Gretzky rookie, um, the Jordan rookie, and there's a few other cards. You can't even sell those on eBay raw or in a lesser fly-by-night company. I mean, it's got to be us or PSA or SGC yeah. to even be allowed to be sold on there or they'll pull the auction. So, yeah. you know, uh, we see a lot of Gretzky's. It's an awesome card, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's there's a reason for trying to cross those over as well. Yeah, that yeah, that's definitely crazy, but sweet. So raw card review, graded card review, you guys are going to have two, three, four graders out there just slaving away in the back like always. <laughs> yep. I don't know how you guys do it. You guys deserve all the props and and, and uh, respect. Like When I was at the National, man, going in and out you know, to get like a bottle of water and seeing you guys back just working away, I was like, man, I feel horrible. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting outside watching the upper deck guys, you know, doing the show, and you're just back there just knocking these out. It's like, man... If, if people, if you guys had like a, a clear screen wall to see you guys work and just people would be like, oh, wow. So these guys are, you know, <laughs> you know, they're pushing it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. So you guys are, are awesome. The graders, you know, much respect. I have to give a shout out to Aram because he was sad that I didn't give him a shout out last week because <laughs> I called out JJ for being a little girl <laughs> running around out here. Uh, so, you know, shout out to those guys. But Andy, I hope you have a good time. I know you're gonna have a good time. Yeah. Well, you know the most the thing I'm most excited about. Yeah. Is uh, I have three years worth of Canadian change. It's piled up. <laughs> I have twenty nine dollars in Canadian currency and change in my desk over here right now. That's going, and I'm not coming home with it. So <laughs> sadly, that's one of the most the most exciting things for me to get rid of that. Yeah. So you're. <laughs> I mean, cards, man. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Go get cards and food. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe food because, I mean, Canadian bacon, maple syrup. Hey, I'll tell you this. I don't know the guy. I couldn't even tell you his name, but this is just a shameless plug for him. Yeah. But there's a guy who sells these hot dogs and Italian sausages out front of the show. Yeah, someone okay. told me about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, look, I don't know the guy, so this is a free plug for you. Yeah. I would even say your name if I knew it. I, I don't. <laughs> they're, they're five bucks Canadian for these, for these hot dogs and the, the, uh, Italian sausage, they're fantastic. Really? And I don't I don't usually go for that kind of stuff, but yeah. man, go spend five bucks that guy. So and, and tell him you heard heard about him. Yeah, here. from Beckett Radio and Andy Broom. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Man, I you know, the meat guy that would be I'm a huge beef jerky fan. So I'm jealous that you guys are gonna be able to get some awesome beef jerky. Dumas was talking about getting a bunch of maple syrup because that's cheap <laughs> up there compared to US, you know. So I'm just like, man, you know, I'm a huge food guy, so it's like I don't really want to go for the card show. I just want to go for the food, you know? <laughs> right. But the card show is just an added bonus. Right, right. right. <laughs> but, uh, well, Andy, have fun. Slave away. Do work like you always do. And uh, we'll see you next week. And we, I might have you on just to get a little recap. So, that sounds good. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll see how many Gretzky rookies you grade uh, in the span of a couple of days. Yeah, and I also have a um, – I'm, I'm not going to say what. I've got a little special thing planned on Saturday night that we're doing outside the show. That'll be fun. Cool. And I'm not I'll, – I'll tweet about it later, but I'm not going to say right now. But yeah, watch for that. Yeah, and your Twitter handle is at Broom with a View. Yes. Correct? And, uh, yeah, follow at Beckett Media because they're going to be doing all, all that good – tweeting and all that stuff so uh well yeah andy thanks so much for coming on and uh, have fun we'll see you next week thanks man all right so next up in this toronto expo preview show here at beckett radio we have our basketball and hockey editor on the phone all the way in canada mr stephen laroche stephen how's it going things are going well i i can't complain you know it's a nice cool morning you know the sun's shining hey yeah so what, what else can i have for <laughs> yeah you can't beat that right exactly so this show is all about the Toronto Expo, like you know. Uh, that's coming up here this this weekend, actually. So everyone's getting ready for that. And I thought it would be an awesome idea to have none other than the, the editor who lives in Canada, who's going to be at the Expo, come on and talk to us about Beckett's presence this year at the Expo. How, what, how does that sound? Hey, that sounds perfect. I've been going to the Expo since, uh, I think it was the second Expo in 1992. Oh, wow. Now they're on the 48th show. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's great to see how this, the show has evolved over time. Um, it, it seems to just draw in so many collectors from, from all over the world. I mean, you get collectors coming in from Finland. You get them coming in from the states. It's it's just remarkable. Yeah. Now, what what has changed over the years from, like you said, the second expo to this year? What what in your mind is is the biggest difference between all that? I think the the major difference is the is is it's twofold. It's the corporate presence, uh-huh. uh which includes ourselves, which includes Upper Deck, which includes Leaf in, in the game now, along with with a few other. Uh, related industries, okay, and then you've also got the the autograph pavilion, which yep. has, has evolved from something very small and simple to what a very professionally put on show uh, within a show mm-hmm. from 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 the folks at AJ Sports World. So I remember the first expo I ever went to, I got a free autograph from Ernie Witt, who had retired a couple years earlier from the, from the Toronto Blue Jays, and then a year later. Um, the guests kept evolving. I, uh, it was Tony Esposito. I think wow. I paid ten dollars for his autograph at that time. For Tony Esposito, wow. <laughs> yeah, which, which was, was was actually quite a bit to 
shell out in 1993. True, true. But at the same time, uh, you're looking at one of the greatest goaltenders of all time, and you're paying $10 for his autograph. You'd never get that today. Exactly. Yeah, you know, the we can briefly run over the autograph list. I mean, yeah. you know, Ted Lindsay's going to be there. Uh, Bob yeah, Gainey, awesome. you know, even Mike Madonna. Like, the list for yeah. this year is unbelievable. Well, and, it, and, it's, and it's great, too. I, I, I talked with Ted Lindsay uh, just last week for, uh, for an interview in an upcoming issue of Beckett Hockey. Larry Murphy is in the upcoming issue that will be debuting at the Expo this year. So you'll be able to get the new issue of Beckett Hockey and Beckett Basketball right there at the show. Nice. So I talked with Larry about his career and uh, his thoughts on collecting it, and it was a fun little piece to put together. And then, you, but to me, the most important guest at this show is, is Bob Gainey. Yeah, and how so? The, re- how so? the reason is, is Bob Gainey is, for years has been a very reluctant signer for people. Um, only in recent years has he even considered signing for trading card companies, really. Oh, wow. I mean, he, he did something back in the early 2000s for Tops once, and then was kind of radio silence for a few years. And then about two years ago, he signed for Panini's classic signature product. And he also, the Montreal Canadian Centennial, he was asked to participate in that. But other than that, it, was, it had been very difficult to obtain a Bob Gainey signature. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I yeah. mean, going through... Sh- yeah, go ahead. First, sorry. No, this you're is his first show appearance. So, that, like, at all or, or in a, a span of... Oh, wow. Yeah, so that yeah. <laughs> that's a big deal. <laughs> it's a huge deal. And the signatures, I think, it's, I think it's around $65, I believe, yeah. for, for a signature, which may seem like a lot for... For a Hall of Famer, sometimes, but when you consider how how rare an opportunity like this is, it it's, it really is worth it. Yeah, exactly. I I would you know I would shell out whatever it takes to get his autograph. If this is the first show he's been at, he's not a signer, you know. And if you're a hardcore hockey person, I, I mean, yeah. you have to, you know. There's there's no other option, you know what I mean? Well, so the guy was the best defensive forward of his generation. Yeah, so it, yeah. <laughs> he's got a little bit to back up, so it's like, oh, he's not just a guy that doesn't sign. You know, he, he yeah. played pretty well when he was playing. Yeah, five-time Stanley Cup champion. Put it this way, he won the the Frank Selke Trophy the uh-huh. first four years it was awarded. Wow, that's yeah. unbelievable. Exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, Beckett Media's presence. Uh, I guess the big news is that Trish Stratus, uh, big-time wrestler, everyone knows who she is, she's going to be signing the upcoming Sports Card Monthly magazine at our booth for a couple hours. How uh, How's the reaction out there in the Twitterverse and, and the Internet going? Oh, the reaction's been incredibly favorable. Trish has a huge following mm-hmm. uh, because of her days in the WWE during the Attitude Era of course. And, and beyond. And you, you look at the fact that... Uh, you know, she had a successful career as a fitness model before wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, she's transitioned into a yoga yoga guru now. Wow. Yeah. You know, she's still you know active in in a lot of things, and the fact is, is she's hugely popular in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, but you factor in the out of town crowd, who you know hopefully will be coming in just for the opportunity to meet her, and and all you have to do is get get to our booth early, really. Buy a copy of the new Beckett Sports Card Monthly, and you've got your spot to uh, to get a signature. Yeah, that evening. Yeah, that that's that's a pretty sweet deal. All you got to do is go to our booth, buy the upcoming Sports Card Monthly. That's like ten, twelve dollars, you know, U.S. Yeah. dollar, and then Canadian dollar, and then you get 
a free signature of Trish Stratus. Like, what, what, what a better deal, you know what I mean? Well, and we should also emphasize, too, that that is the only item she will be signing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you know, it, it, the autograph technically is free, uh, but unfortunately it's, it's only that one uh, item. But still, it's, yeah. you know, it, it's 10 12 bucks, and you get Trish Stratus, you know? Like, come well, on. Exactly. I mean, what would you pay for her at, at, a, at, a, show, at I, a show otherwise? Yeah, exactly. You know, if you, if you think about it, I bet you would have to pay top dollar since what she's doing currently with all her fitness stuff going on but, and, and her history in the WWE, you know? Uh, absolutely. She's not a Hall of Famer. Exactly. So, uh, and also, uh, Tops was kind enough to provide some, some cards that, that uh, will be given away as well. So. Cool. Well, yeah. what um, what else should we expect from Beckett Media here at the Toronto Expo? Uh, well, there's going to be ten dollars off Canadian cover price on the annual guides. Okay. Uh, I had also previously mentioned the magazines. The latest issue of Hockey and Basketball will be there before before it hits newsstands. Mm-hmm. And then you've also you've got the Beckett T-shirts, and I'm sure you've seen those designs. Oh yeah, they look funny. Yeah. Well, they look funny. Well, there's there's ones that look you know really cool, and then there's the ones that are really funny, like that will work for hockey cards or will work for baseball cards shirt. Yeah, that that yeah, that one's hilarious. And then the regular, just the Beckett uh, kind of baseball signature looking logo that looks really cool. Absolutely, and uh, you you buy your your first three shirt for fifteen US or seventeen Canadian, and your second, third, fourth T shirt, whatever, they're ten dollars US or fifteen Canadian each. Uh, yeah. That, that's a pretty nice little discount there. Yeah, that's that's a that's a decent you know grab at an expo for sure. For sure, and then you've got the obviously the raw card review, the graded card review. Okay. Uh, you, we're, we're apparently bringing up some printing plates of the Beckett magazine covers. Yeah. Beckett hockey. I, I heard that they're going to have a bunch of Beckett hockey printing plates up for sale. So you know, if if you guys are a big fan of printing plates, there's going to be a bunch out there of some big name players. You know. I'm looking forward to that, uh, just to see those in person. That'll be great. Yeah. And then I'm just trying to think. We've got so much going on. Um, Yeah. I'm going to be running around like a chicken with my head cut off trying to cover (laughs) our booth, you know, and and offer coverage from the floor. Exactly. You know, that's one funny thing, you know, when when Bill Dumas, the advertising sales director here at Beckett Media, he's going to be up there. And when he yep. sent us that email of all the stuff that Beckett's going to be doing, special prices and all this stuff, I was like, man, it, it would it would be a disservice to the collector if they don't come and check out our booth at least once during that weekend because there's so much stuff that we're giving away that we're you know that that have discounts. I mean, we're having a free autograph guest there for a couple hours. Like you know, you you, you just can't beat that. You know. Well, absolutely. And hey, you get to meet me. <laughs> exactly what i mean you, you, we always get to see chris olds running around and you know he's all right but i think people are getting a little tired of him so we need to see the beckett basketball and beckett hockey editor you know what i mean yeah if, if you can find me because i mean i i'm going to be out there tweeting photos from the floor uh you know coverage at the end of each day of the show uh through our news section so you know it to to me, it's, this is one of the, the most important shows in the industry. Definitely. Um, in my opinion, second to the National. Now, yeah, you bring up the National. Like, the National, when I went, it was insane. And you saw me. I, you know, I was yeah. kind of taken aback at times because of how crazy it was that weekend. Uh, right. You know, how does it compare and how does it kind of differ in ways? Um, it's, 
it's a slightly smaller show. Okay. Um, there's there's still tons and tons of, of dealers on the floor. Yeah. And the the, the aisles are a little narrower. Okay. So it seems a little more crowded at times than the national does. Okay. But really, you've got loyal hockey fans like just plowing through this event, look, looking for treasure, basically. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I I told Bill Dumas, you know, next time the expo happens, I'm going to get my passport ready because that would be a lot of fun to go up there, bring Beckett Radio to to have a little coverage and just have some fun, you know. Well, and the, there's there'd be plenty of compelling and interesting guests. That's that's for sure. Oh yeah, that is definitely for sure. Well, Stephen, what what are you most excited for uh, after all that's said and done? Uh, what as a collector, what are you most excited for this year at the Nash? Uh, I'm sorry, this year at the Expo. Uh, for me, it's you know I, I I'm not as jaded as I think some collectors are. You know, after they've been collecting for thirty some years. Yeah. For me, it, there's there's a sense of awe and wonder at times whenever I find something new and interesting on the floor that maybe I haven't seen in a long time and maybe didn't have an opportunity to purchase years ago. I, I'm also a big hockey history nerd, I will fully admit. <laughs> there's nothing and wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Uh, so what I really look for on the floor is vintage hockey books that I don't own, already own. Okay. For my own personal library. That is... To me, is is one of is one of my big things for the show, mm-hmm. uh, and then I also look for um, just little obscure uh, regional issues, team sets, just the, the kind of things that maybe I passed up twenty twenty five years ago, and think now, well, maybe I should just add that to my collection because it's you know, it's reasonably priced now, that sort of thing. Uh, the modern stuff is great. Don't don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. It's great to see that. Uh, that ultimate memorabilia is hitting this show from Leaf. That uh, Upper Deck Series One is hitting, hitting as well, and that's and the the lineups are going to be huge yeah. for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, but to to me, and I think quite a few other collectors, it's it's the vintage. Yeah. It's a, it you don't get any other opportunity to find so much vintage trading cards, jerseys, uh, various pieces of memorabilia. It's at the expo. Yeah. If it's hockey, it's there. Exactly. I was just gonna say if if there's if it's anything hockey related, you would have to bet that it would be there at the expo this weekend. Absolutely. Whether you're looking for an old media guide, uh, a, a cut signature from a King Clancy or a Jacques Plant, you're looking for you know a replica jersey. You're looking for a gift, Christmas gift idea. It's like it's it's all there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm super jealous, Stephen. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I wish I was gonna be there. So hopefully you can take tons of pictures, put it on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle so everyone can check it out this weekend? Well, I'm gonna be primarily tweeting from the uh, back of media. Perfect. Even better. Twitter, Twitter feed. Um, and then my own Twitter feed is Stephen S T E P H E N underscore LaRoche, L-A-R-O-C-H-E. And uh, that's where I normally uh, retweet a lot of stuff from Beckett as well. Cool. Well, yeah, I mean, have so much fun, Stephen. Take tons of pictures. And, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you, I guess. I'll I'll try and bring you on after and just kind of get a little recap of what went down, any crazy news that happened. And we'll just kind of do a little recap the week after the show. How about that? Sounds perfect. Sweet. Thanks so much, Stephen, and we'll see you later. Yeah, sounds good.
All right, so next up, what better to talk about the Toronto Fall Expo preview show than to bring in the guy who puts it all together, the, the headmaster himself, Al Sinclair. Al, how are you doing today, sir? Not too bad. Yourself, Derek? Not bad. You know, it's a, it's a crazy week so far here at Beckett Media, and I thought it would be a great idea to have a preview show for the Fall Expo and thought it would be awesome to get uh, yourself on for a little interview to kind of talk about it what to expect. I know there's a lot of people that I've talked to personally that will be there for the first time, and they're wondering, you know, what to do, what not to do. And so I thought it would be great to get you on to kind of uh, answer those questions. So let's, let's kind of start it off. Now, how is this Toronto Expo this year uh, different from years past? Um, I guess they don't really change all that much, but there's always new and different things uh, that the vendors scrounge up over the course of a, a six-month period or a year period. Okay. Um, I mean, all my dealers are always buying and selling and trading to stock up to bring new stuff for the show. Now, uh, what I know it takes a lot of work uh, to put these uh, expos together, but how you know what kind of work does it really take uh, to, to get kind of the ball rolling each time you, you put on a show like this? Um. I'm pretty fortunate because a lot of our, the exhibitors at the show have been with me um, for the past 24 years. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, I just arbitrarily rebook their, their booth space for them in a way they, go, you know, they, they always know because they, ultimately they've established a, a customer base for the event, and they always want to be in the same spot as well. Yeah, so it's just kind of you know, business as usual and, and like nothing ever changes. Everyone just kind of gets a year older each time. Um, it, it seems that way. I mean, we, we've, you know, over the last 24 years, I've, I've seen some of my exhibitors' kids grow up and become you know, adults and take over the family business and continue on from there. It's been, it's been quite of a, an experience for me as well. Oh, definitely. Now, uh, unfortunately, I won't be going to the show. I, I really wanted to come out and see it. Uh, so next time it happens, I'll definitely be there. But if I was a first-timer going to the Fall Expo, what are kind of the, uh, some of the do's and don'ts while at the show? Um, I think the first thing is give yourself lots of time. Okay. I mean, we have 100,000 square feet of cards and memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Get a good, good idea on what you're looking for because you could become overwhelmed yeah. by the amount of stuff there. And if you're searching for something that's reasonably common, don't buy at the first table because it's all, it could be somewhere else in the room at a better price. Yeah, kind of space things out, you know, kind of breathe everything in if you, if you say so, you know. Yeah. yeah. But if you're shopping for... Uh, a one of one of something and you see it or a one of ten of something and you see it, you should buy it because chances are that somebody else is going to grab it if you don't get it when you get it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it's, it's frustrating because guys, I should have bought that, but I came back and it was gone. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you'll regret it for a long, long time. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> now, uh, could you shine some light on the reason why a lot of American dealers are not allowed at this year's expo? I should clarify that we love to have the American dealers at the show. Of course, of course. The only issue has been in the past is the American wholesalers, the oh. distributors coming up and dumping their product on the Canadian marketplace. Okay, gotcha. I mean, when people show up, you know, with 50 cases of hockey, they can't move south of the border. Yeah. They're technically not even allowed to sell it in Canada because of their agreement with Upper Deck. That's true. So... I mean, that's why sooner than me have to police the 
existing American dealers that we have in the room. Mm-hmm. It's just easier just to, to tell them that if they're coming and they're going to sell wax boxes and cases at the show, then they, it's just not allowed. Yeah. No, I, you know, it makes sense. And, you know, I, uh, someone told me about that and I didn't think it was kind of like you, you guys don't like Americans or anything, you know, crazy like that, but I knew it, it had to do something with, you know, that upper deck, you know, with pretty much what you said. And it's, it's just, it's nothing uh, personal or anything like that. But I think a lot of people, uh, it, it seems like a lot of people like to not look at the facts and make their own facts up. And say, well, you know, they they're purely sticking with the Canadians or, 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 or things like that, and they just don't like Americans. No, that that's really not true. So I'm I appreciate you answering that question for us yeah. uh, to kind of clear things up on the air. You know, well, we've got um, probably about 15 American dealers that have been coming for over 15 years. Oh wow, yeah. So <laughs> there, you know, that that's the fact right there. There. You know, everyone needs to pretty much stop talking about it, you know. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's some issues with, with coming across the border, but we've had that sorted out for years now. Yeah. So it's basically you drive across the border, you, you tell them where you're going and what you got, and at the end of the weekend, you turn around, they have more trouble getting back into the U.S. than they ever do coming to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, everyone is talking about this meat guy. And if you go to the expo, you have to check out this meat guy's booth. Now, what's so special about him, and why should people go check him out? Well, I guess he he, may, he sells homemade sausage and pepperettes and stuff. He's got about thirty different flavors. Oh wow! It's just one of everybody stops by, and that's what they snack on over the couple <laughs> of days. You know, you know that it's it's perfect. You know, have a, have a weekend of just checking out sports cards and some sausage. You know, why not? Well, I think the worst, I mean, we all know that stuff's like horrible and you're not supposed to eat it. So when you're, when you're, it's show food, you're allowed. <laughs> exactly. You're allowed to kind of just kind of go off the deep end for a couple of days, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, uh, what should collectors expect from the Hockey Hall of Fame at the Expo? We all know that they're going to have a big presence there. They were at the National and they showed off a lot of cool trophies. Now, is there talk about maybe bringing the Stanley Cup to the Expo? Um. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, the Hall of Fame usually doesn't promote in their own backyard too much. Okay. Um, pretty much what they come to the shows, they bring a lot of their memorabilia and stuff that they want to dispose of, not dispose of, but sell at the show. And a lot of stuff that, you know, in the archives at the Hall of Fame, I mean, they have a huge amount of stuff that never sees the light of day. Yeah. So they come, and one of their guys, or two of their guys come down over the course of a weekend and set up a booth and uh, sell off some of the, the stuff you'd never, ever get to see. Yeah, that, that's pretty special. And at the National Convention, I talked to one of the, uh, the curators, Phil Pritchard, on our show, and he was such a cool guy, and he made me just want to go up to Canada just for the Hall of Fame. Because all he would talk about is obviously hockey, and I'm a big history guy anyways, and so all this stuff that he was talking about, about what they have up there that people go check out at the Hall of Fame, and all the stuff that people sometimes don't get to see, it's pretty special when you're a hockey fan. So I bet there's going to be a lot of great stuff that they're going to bring this year. Um, Hopefully they will. Uh, Like I said, I mean, they don't bring a lot. They don't put a a huge presence forward. A lot of times they have... a parallel event at the Hall of Fame when we're on for the weekend. Yeah. Because a lot of my, I mean, I encourage all my people if they have time to go down to the Hall of Fame. Definitely. And yeah, that's something that I'll definitely be doing here in the near future. Uh, 
Now, let's talk about the uh, the building, uh, per se, at the Expo. Now, uh, y- you guys are moving back into the original building. And why is that a big deal for the Expo to be successful this year, to be there? Um, well, it was a question of, in order to facilitate some renovations in the hall we've been in for the last 15 years, they had to move us just to another hall in, in at the International Center. Okay. It essentially what it had to do, it ended up reversing the floor plan. So the bottom, so the entrance was, for lack of a better description, at the south end instead of the north end of the building. Uh-huh. So everything in the room was backwards, so nobody could find anything all weekend. Oh, wow. So, so it really was kind of a, a pain for my dealers. A lot of them weren't too happy about it because they didn't get the same, they, people couldn't find them. So, so probably this is perfect for them because it just kind of goes back you know, now that everything's been renovated, everything's good to go, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's much better. I mean, the dealers are happier. I don't have to listen to complain about the other building all weekend. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably the best thing that you you get to hear all weekend. You just don't have to hear people complain. You know. No, and, and, I mean, I don't really blame them because essentially, I I had to, but we ended up moving the guy's store for the weekend, and he wasn't too pleased about it. Yeah. No, I bet. <laughs> now. Um, the uh, Fergie Jenkins Foundation is going to be there this year uh, with yeah. the autographs. And so how can people get some great autographs from, from sports legends with donations to this foundation? Um, basically, they will be there all three days, okay. the Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday. Mm. They're usually there for a couple, three hours a day starting around noon. And you make a minimum donation, I think, is $20, depending on the individual. Um, Andre Dawson's one of their main guys this year coming up, um, a big hero up here in Canada. He was one of the original, uh, Montreal Expos. Yeah. And George Savallo, uh, somebody a little different, Metal Lark Lemon this year. Oh, wow. That's really cool. I mean, he hasn't been around. He was somebody that I watched when I was a kid, so I can't wait to meet him. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Andre Dawson was, was a, f- I'm a big fan of his. And uh, I honestly forgot that he played for the Expos. Is there anything else that people should know before they get to the Expo? What, what to prepare for, uh, things to bring, uh, kind of like a survival kit almost for the weekend? Um, I would say bring yourself a couple bottles of water. Um, either print off or pick up a copy of the floor plan. We, we provide them at the front door. Okay. Um, the reason being is... If you see something you might like to come by, back and buy, you should circle it, the booth number in the floor plan so you can find it again. Yeah. I mean, we've got over 200 vendors booked now, so mm-hmm. probably have another 15 or 20 by showtime. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. So yeah. everybody's booth looks the same. <laughs> yeah, so you might get lost. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there'd be nothing more frustrating than trying to remember where you saw something you wanted. Exactly. Now, uh Let's talk about the future of the Toronto Expo. What uh, is there anything in the works that that will kind of bring it to the next level? I mean, you guys are already successful, but uh, is there something that kind of is in the works that you might be rolling out here in the near future? Um, I don't really think too much, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, I don't know what to add to the show to make it more exciting for the hockey collector. Yeah, you know, I mean. Granted, we do have all sports. I mean, we've got some wrestlers coming this time, which are always a crowd favorite. Of course, yeah. But as far as, I think, unfortunately, to add some more features, to drift away from the hockey theme of the show, really hasn't done us any favors in the past. So I think, well, we're better off to be the world's biggest hockey card show. Yeah. 
than to be split up into a lot of little fraction factions and that sort of thing. Yeah, d- no, that makes perfect sense. You know, if it's not broke, don't you know why fix it? Really, you know. Um, absolutely. I mean, we we get people from all across North America and from Europe coming to the show, so we want to make sure when they show up at the front door that they get what they're expecting to come for. Definitely, definitely. Uh, well, Al, I just want to uh, thank you so much for spending uh, five, ten minutes of, of your time here with Beckett Radio. And like I said, if I was coming to the Toronto Expo, I, I would definitely love to to meet you and, and just kind of talk to you more off air about, you know, what it takes to run a show like this. And I'm going to try and talk to our good pal Bill Dumas here at Beckett to see if he can swing a uh, a pass uh, for next time for the expo. So I'll, I might uh, give you a call when spring comes to to stop by in Toronto. Oh, absolutely. That'd be great. I, I mean, I think if you're going to get Bill to bring it, you're going to have to learn how to grade cards. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, I don't. So I, I might be uh, on the short end of that stick. Yeah, I think, well, I think half the staff he brings, he changed in the Beckett booth and not allowed out till Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we probably need to look at that maybe for health reasons. You know, those graders, they they work way too hard. And I know Bill Dumas, he he lays down the hammer that weekend. Oh, he's, uh, by Sunday night, he's just one of the walking dead, kind of. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to be sure to tell him that because that's awesome. (laughs) Well, Al, I appreciate you coming on with us here at Beckett Radio. And thanks so much. Oh, you're quite welcome, Derek. It's been a pleasure. And that looks like it's going to wrap up this Toronto Fall Expo preview show here at Beckett Radio. Let's let's just give a special thanks to Stephen LaRoche, Mr. Andy Broom, and Al Sinclair. We thank you so much here at Beckett Radio for coming on the show and spending a few minutes with us to talk about the upcoming show here in Toronto. If you guys have any questions or comments about the show and you have more questions that we didn't cover, just hit us up in an email, radio at Beckett.com, and we can send you to the right person to get those answers for you. And if you want to hit us up on Twitter, at Beckett Radio, we did an awesome giveaway uh, the last week with Panini Hall of Fame Baseball. We'll probably have some goodies from the Fall Expo that will be brought back to us, and we'll give some of those away. You know, Trish Stratus will be signing for a few hours at the Beckett Media booth. Don't miss that. All you got to do is buy a BSCM cover and she'll that's the only thing she's going to sign. So that's really sweet. It's a great cover. Chris Olds did a, a lot of good work and it, it was just an all-around awesome thing. So definitely check that out. We'll give some stuff away and it'll be a lot of fun. But other than that, next week we're going to have a little recap from the Toronto Fall Expo. So if you guys didn't go to the show, and if you want to know what happened, any big news that went down, just show up next week, Beckett Radio. Check us out. We'll have some good stuff for you there. But like I said, th- that about wraps up our, our show here. A little quick, uh, but it, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, special thanks to all the interviews today. Like I said, I'm Derek Ficken, your host. Thanks for listening to Beckett Radio. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Have a good one.